Hi, everybody. Welcome back to That's What You Missed. Episode three, Glee Themes, also known as Gleams. I love Gleams. Well, first, why don't we do some brief updates? Yeah, great. I'm in America again. Woohoo! For those of you who don't remember, I was in Martinique and now I'm in America. We don't have YouTube video components for our podcast, but the background is different. <laughs> the background is <laughs> the room is now purple instead of us a dorm room. This is now the room I painted when I was eight. Oh my god, we love <laughs> America's terrible. That's not necessarily like an update. I feel like I mean, like it it's is, true. but it's it's also the state of how things have been for quite a while. Yeah, things have been terrible, but now they're just like more terrible. Absolutely terrible now. Every day it increases and we didn't record an episode during pride month because we're mediocre podcasters but happy pride everybody i mean glee is really the show i watch (laughs) that makes me feel the most prideful love yeah nothing with heartstopper no pride love victor love simon call me by your name glee i only know glee that's the only gay representation I care about exactly Um, that's true that's a fact yeah I also had something else I was gonna say I totally forgot it oh Glee is on Hulu and Disney plus now yes last time we talked we were like get a VPN and watch it illegally but now you can watch it legally so snaps to that so that's exciting I'm excited um my sister and I started re-watching it but my dad also for my birthday bought me the Glee box set and then so now you'll never be without it and I'll never be without it and he was like when I opened it he was like this was a better gift before Glee was back on Disney plus and I was like no dad it's okay it's a great gift (laughs) no I feel like it'll be it'll be perfect forever because now like even if they take it off again Mm -hmm. you'll still have it like exactly because we don't own things anymore right it's just like on streaming service but what if they take it away Mm-hmm. Like they're taking Criminal Minds away at the end of, I think it's already gone actually. It's off Netflix. So, like, you never know when they're going to take something you love. That's true. I was like, I've spent like months thinking about how I was, I needed to watch the social network. Mm-hmm. And then, because um, I've never seen it. And then on June 30th at 11 p.m., I was like, I can't. <laughs> it's going to be gone in an hour and I have to go to bed. So now I'll have to pay to rent it somewhere. That's tragic. See, and you will yeah. never have to do that with Glee ever again. I'll never have to pay for an episode of Glee because my dad, he bore, he bore the pain. He got the box set. King. King Andrew at it again. <laughs> Thank Not you, a Andrew. Um, okay, so as I was saying, basically, um, so now that we've gone through like our experience watching Glee and the world's experience watching specifically season one of Glee um we're gonna start getting into like plot so that way if you've never seen season one of Glee you should watch it but you you will know what's going on Mm -hmm. as we get into like later episodes where we talk about more just like goofy things so we're gonna go we're gonna have six episodes wow of just themes Gleam, so, if you gleams, will. the gleams. The first theme is baby. That's today's theme. Baby, baby. Period. Send tweet. 
We also have dynamics at school. And so sub themes under that would be budget, Sue, and popularity. Theme three, Rachel. Four, Will's romances. Five, Glee Club versus Glee Club. And six, my favorite theme, Kurt is gay. It's <laughs> a great theme. What's not to love about it? I guess in ter- like in a high school English class, I'd be like, these aren't themes. They're more like plot threads, but yeah. yeah, but also some of them I think are themes, like the baby theme. There's like multiple different things about babies in this episode in this season. So like I would call that a theme. Yeah. Don't come for me, English majors, but mm-hmm. Yeah, English majors, stay out of the comments, please. We're going to have an English major edit this, so. <laughs> Hi, Amelia. <laughs> Oops. Yes. So where where should we begin with the baby theme? Okay, so. Let's get into episode it. Episode one. One of the first things we learn is that Terry, no, Will. Will is the main character. Mm-hmm. A main character. In charge of Glee Club. Married to his high school sweetheart immediately red flag no offense to high school sweethearts out there um yellow flag maybe Mm -hmm. um that's very kind because I would definitely say it's a red flag (laughs) and they want to have a baby they've been married for a while want to have a baby and they're also looking for houses this is where for their daughter or gay son to sleep in so they're planning to have a baby Terry's body is telling her she's pregnant She's having all the physical symptoms of pregnancy and then finds out that she isn't pregnant. She's having a hysterical pregnancy. She's supposed to tell Will, hey, I'm not pregnant. But she's very worried that Will is going to leave her soon. She was supposed to find out the gender of the baby. Will asks and she says, we're having a boy instead of saying, I'm not actually pregnant. Like a fool. Like a fool. So that is where we open with the baby we also have kendra kendra is terry's sister basically tells terry that like will is going to leave you so you have to keep telling him you're pregnant that doesn't make sense she's really terry if terry was way worse like the evil side of terry like you have a devil and an angel on your shoulder (laughs) one is kendra one is terry one is telling you Right. Pretend you're pregnant. The other one is telling you buy non-drowsy medication for high school students. Love that. And work at your husband's school. Right. Like a crazy person. Like a crazy person. And then we also have Quinn. Quinn is the head cheerleader of the Cheerios. That's like her main thing. Oh, also she's dating Finn. Quarterback, Finn. She's also president of the celibacy club. Finn is in the Glee Club. Has Will planted weed in his locker. Right. Because Will is a great teacher and person, as we've established. (laughs) Anywho, yes. So Quinn is not yet, but she finds out she's pregnant. She's planning on keeping the baby. This obviously poses multiple issues because she's also president of the Celibacy Club, like we said, and also she's 16. Big bummer on that one. She somehow convinces Finn that it is his baby, even though they never had sex. She says that it's because they made out in a hot tub and sperm can swim faster in hot water. So it's like, uh, where is the sex ed here, friends? Where is the sex ed? 
was it ever did you ever have it like ever period I mean I never had sex ed yeah no I went to a private Christian high school so I never had sex education they were like if you have sex you'll get AIDS and then you'll die I went and that was it a private Christian school too but I never had to take health classes so I don't really know the answer to whether or not they taught it so if any Minnehaha Academy alum are listening let me know shoot us an email did they have sex ed at Minnehaha who's to say Valley did not so clearly Mr. William McKinley High School is not doing a great job of educating its students so anywho hey Gleeks Amelia popping in with quick content warning Anna and Aaron start talking about consent and sexual assault here so if you'd like to skip forward skip to 12 minutes and 40 seconds that's when they start on the next theme bye We find out that Puck is actually the father, but only because Quinn had sex with him because he, quote unquote, got her drunk on wine coolers, end quote. So here's the point where we also have the talk about consent. What the Mm -hmm. fuck is my main question is what the fuck? Yeah. This was just like on TV. This was on TV and no one like, no one was like, this seems bad. Also, we as Gleeks, the Gleek community, don't talk about this ever. There were children watching this show, so I feel like it's important that, like, something was established about the fact that this was not super consensual. Yeah. Okay. I know where I am. Here's the thoughts I have. I think that this one shows probably a lot about, like, consent education at the time Mm -hmm. and how, like, you could write in a show, like, I had sex with you because you got me drunk. And that, like, wasn't something that people would really bat an eye at. Um, because from what I rem- I mean, I was, like, it was 2009, so I was 11 when this yeah. aired. Um, so I was probably, I didn't really catch that necessarily. I think it shows a lot about consent education at the time. Because people didn't really bat an eye necessarily, unless probably you were in very specific circles. It made it through, like, a network trying to screen for, like, things that could be seen as problematic um and so I think you have the first point of the fact that this made it through shows consent education was like not there that wasn't seen as something that was particularly problematic or even if you like knew it was problematic it was still like okay to have in a tv show and not really address but then it also shows I think just like a lot of times people try to be like I mean we do too like glee is fun and glee is like silly so you have to kind of overlook some of the storylines they don't do as well Mm -hmm. and this is one of them where you have very questionable consent where Mm -hmm. Quinn literally says I didn't want to have sex with you you got me drunk and then you the show just like moves on and tries to put them in a relationship together later on yeah so they like try to put her in like Puck is like a viable person that she could have a relationship with Mm-hmm. later on in the season even though like this was they not, didn't this right. happened and it wasn't okay but you have in order to like see glee is funny and cute you have to like gloss over that it's lightly disturbing yeah you know because that's how glee operates it's just like a passing comment that mm-hmm. totally changes when you think about it the dynamic of their relationship yeah and also, like, makes a lot of Quinn's behavior later make even more sense. Like, yes. having a baby at 16 that you didn't want to have would already, and being kicked out by your parents 
Mm -hmm. would also would already be traumatic but then you add on the additional layer of like assault right no it, it really contextualizes a lot of her actions I think especially like I think in season three when Mm -hmm. like in her like emo phase I don't know that like makes a lot of sense to me yeah or when she has like the like like the I want that baby back kind of thing like it like because they try to frame her as like this is this character is a villain yeah Um, she's crazy or whatever but with the context that this one line provides that never gets touched on again it makes sense yeah that she's having a hard time Mm -hmm. so then we have Will and Terry are like brushing their teeth together. I don't know why I remember the scene so well. Yeah. And Will brings up that one of um at this point Quinn is in the glee club. Will brings up that one of his students is pregnant. She's gonna keep the baby. And here's the kicker. She's president of the celibacy club. And then Terry just kind of like looks into the mirror as she- Will oh. walks off. And it's like light bulb moment for Terry. Um because until this point, Terry has just been, like, trying to get pregnant just, like, all the time. First of all, why is Glee so obsessed with being, like, this happens in season five where they're, like, this man has sex. First of all, Glee, I don't want to know that. I don't want to think about it. Will Schuster having sex? Mm-hmm. I would rather they die. Bring it up all the time. And then finally, we're free. Terry finds out. She's like, oh, my gosh, Quinn is pregnant. This is how I get the baby. What a mess. I just don't even, like, what kind of fucking thought process, Miss Girl? Right? Yeah, what? Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Freaking bonkers. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to get Quinn to give me this baby. There's a problem, though. You may remember earlier on when Terry was supposed to tell Will she's not pregnant. She said, we're having a boy. Yes. And then Quinn finds out that the baby is a girl. So that throws a wrench in Terry's plot. So she's like, what am I going to do? Luckily, we have Kendra. (laughs) Crazy Kendra (laughs) at it again. So Kendra and and Terry put together a a fake doctor's appointment. Will's going to be there. And the doctor tells them that he was wrong. It's actually a girl. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but he has to be coerced into it. Oh, absolutely coerced. Kendra like threatens to write him like bad Yelp reviews. They have to set up this whole like blanket system over Terry's stomach so that Will can't see. This poor doctor is just like squirting the gel onto the um, ultrasound thing, and he's just like it's like moving his hand around. He's like, "Oh no, it's a girl! I made a mistake. It's a girl!" <laughs> and then Will cries. Oh my god! It's just like. All I know is pain. That scene is just mm-hmm. painful. Poor Will. I, that's the only time I'll say that because I do think he's the villain of the show. But like, that's rough. that's rough. All this time, Quinn is still on the Cheerios. She's like doing her best to hide the baby bump for as long as possible. She's trying to hide it from her very conservative evangelical parents who are like rich. She basically just has to hide the pregnancy for as long as possible. And she has no one. At this point, she's like, I know I'm not keeping it. Finn is like trying to be involved and he's like what if we name the baby Trizzle just no like love love the attitude love the energy but he's got the spirit right but Drizzle no no immediately no immediately no so 
Sue finds out that Quinn is pregnant and she kicks her off the Cheerios. That's also a bit of an issue for Miss Quinn. And then we find out this girl has no fashion sense. It's true. She's only been wearing the Cheerios outfit. So we didn't know before. But mm-hmm. now that she's off the Cheerios, she has to stay dressing. And she doesn't do a great job. I no. have to say. The amount of baby doll shirts yeah. they put that girl in. Mm-hmm. This is a recurring problem. No, too. it is. Like, I think any, maybe it's just my brain doesn't have, like, object permanence. So if a character is, like, in the same outfit over and over, and then they, like, change outfits, my brain is, like, this person is fundamentally different now. Um, so it could be, this could be a me problem, but I think that's, a, I feel like it. once characters stop Lane, no longer wearing his Warbler outfit, mm-hmm. any of the Cheerios girlies, no longer wearing their Cheerios outfits, just, like, somehow the writing for them goes downhill or, like... Mm-hmm the outfits just like don't make sense for them and you're like why is Santana dressing like a you know like like she's going to the club she's literally just like walking around her apartment or like why does Blaine look like like original queer eye threw up on him stop (laughs) not even like the new queer eye like no like old queer eye old queer eye that I watched with my parents that's up on him Quinn looks like baby doll shirt outlet just like not baby doll clearing it out she said um, here's my credit card I will take all of it one of everything <laughs> <laughs> is it floral and flowy I'll take it <laughs> great I love I don't it. have fashion sense <laughs> um also it's 2009 oh boy just pain everywhere all over the place all over the place so she's still dating Finn She's not on the Cheerios, but she's, like, pretending she is for her parents. And also, Terry isn't paying for anything. Yeah, like, what part of that makes sense? She's like, well, I'm gonna have to raise the child, so you can pay for the pregnancy. Not really. Call a lawyer. Yeah, literally, I would lose my marbles. That's ridiculous. Lose your god, my goddamn marbles. And so Finn is trying to get a job, but it's the recession. Mm-hmm. As we may remember from our context episode, people were losing jobs in 2009. So right. my guy Finn isn't exactly finding them. It's rough out here for Finn. Terry's not paying. Doesn't make sense. Quinn is like deeply sad she's not on the Cheerios anymore. Which is like, and- on the one hand, I don't know. I get it. But on the other hand, you have bigger issues, girlfriend. It just feels like a very like 16-year-old thing to be sad about. You know, you're not on the cheer team anymore you're not as popular anymore your life is over nothing to do with the baby no growing inside of you just cheer so now we're going to briefly touch on the kurt is gay storyline prequel here kurt is in love with finn and is also giving him terrible advice 24 7 finn is like i don't feel connected to the baby and then kurt is like what if you sing to the sonogram of the baby Bada bing, bada boom. Another great solve by Kurt. So obviously Finn will be in love with him if he provides him that advice. So Finn is doing that. And then his mom like walks in and finds out that Quinn is pregnant. I love love Carol. I also am a Carol stan till I die. So Finn is like, well, now my mom knows. So let me tell everybody else in the whole goddamn world. Your mom's gotta know. Yeah, he's like, if my mom knows, your parents have to know. And he doesn't really tell Quinn about his plan to do that. No. And I think also, 
they're like getting ready to go I remember like this like celibacy ball coming up and this is when like Quinn's mom realizes she's pregnant mm-hmm. but doesn't say anything when she's like tightening the dress and Quinn's supposed to like dance with her dad at this like father-daughter celibacy ball we love Christianity and then Finn doesn't tell Quinn this plan he just brings out a CD player and he sings having my baby in what I think is the most painful scene of tv known to mankind doesn't go well for sure no i would be so mad if i was quinn too i would end finn's whole life like i would yeah i would just strangle him right there right most awkward scene in tv history i think that if you're watching me for the first time you do have to watch it oh no after that you can skip it yeah once you've watched it once though you're good it'll be burned into your memory yeah you won't be able to forget it so then, because Finn does this, Quinn gets kicked out and has to mm-hmm. move in with Finn and Carol. Carol's a queen. Carol was like, you can stay as long as you need to, sweetie. I also want to make a asterisk here of, we already know my parents were the target audience of Glee. In this episode, they like looked at me and they were like, if you got pregnant in high school, we want you to know you could tell us and we won't kick you my parents are the best I think it's funny how many times they used glee to to parent um, you know what? they were who Ryan Murphy had in mind they it's true I'm sure if we asked Ryan Murphy he'd be like yeah I specifically had Aaron's parents in in mind yeah Kim and Andrew are the the target audience despite living with Finn and Finn's mom Quinn is also like in the back of her head like what if I got back together what if I got together with Puck like what if Puck and I raised the baby. He has a job. Finn doesn't have a job. Puck cleans pools in Ohio. Yeah, it can't be that lucrative of a business. That is a joke that was lost on me as a child because I live in California. I don't have a pool, but like pretty much everybody has a pool or it's very common to have a pool. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay, he has a pool cleaning business. Like, I don't know, a bunch of people have pools. So the, the fact that they're in Ohio, that part of the joke was lost on me as a child. So he has his pool cleaning job, which is basically just like a way to like meet ha- bored housewives. Yes. But Quinn is like, that's financially stable. When you're 16, Quinn is like, I think I might keep the baby. Terry is like, my plan is falling apart. Kendra comes back with another killer plan. We love Kendra, except we don't because she's fucking crazy. So anyway, she's like, yeah, what if they take care of my kids because my kids fucking suck ass and that'll make mm. them not want to keep the baby they do and they do no it's true so then quinn and puck take care of the kids but like it turns out fine right like yeah it like, starts out awful to them yeah it's it doesn't go great at first and they're at one point they're like tied to a chair and puck is also like sexting santana while he's tied to that chair yeah not great and then Quinn is like kids do you want to see a real life music video and they sing Papa Don't Preach why is that the song that you would choose I've always wondered that like what sing like I don't know what a pony maybe what do kids listen to Uh, yeah whatever the kids be listening to these days yeah Papa Don't Preach isn't gonna speak to them no they're not gonna be like yes this is so moving but it does speak to them and they sit down and they're peaceful and Quinn is like we could raise a baby 
definitely the way to go. I'm like, clearly, okay, whatever. We don't need to get into it. Puck would not be a great dad. Let's just keep it at that. Period. (laughs) That's all I need to know. Yeah. Um, And then maybe she might have to raise the baby or find something else to do it because her plan with Terry falls apart. Separately, Will finds the fake baby bump. And that's when we see scary Will because he's really angry and he ends up sleeping on this mattress at school, I think. Side note, side plot. Glee Club does a commercial for a mattress store. They get paid in mattresses. Weird. It would be easier. Mattresses are expensive. It would be easier to just give them money. Will opens the mattress, sleeps on it in a choir room because I guess he can't afford a hotel or something has no friends call a friend right friends though because he only has inappropriate relationships with high schoolers and that is an important plot point because it means that will can't go with them to a glee club competition because he accepted money so he's no longer like an amateur he's now a professional that's a little tie-in little tie-in little little foreshadowing for a future epi um Terry was using these like little foam pads to show like a little bump. Not sure how this was working. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I feel like because she isn't letting Will like see her without a shirt on, but I feel like it would feel different if you touched it. I'm sure feel weird. And so she tries to tell him like, oh, those are just like for trying on maternity clothes. And then they have this big fight and like, it's, it's in the kitchen. It's really scary. I hate it. Yeah, definitely not my favorite scene. Absolutely not. And then they break up. Because Terry's crazy. Like, let's all be honest. And also Will sucks. So And Will sucks. Have you seen? You have seen the We Will Adopt Your Baby meme. Yes, with, with Will and Terry. I, I love, love it. it. So separately. Back at the ranch. Back at the ranch. We find out that Mercedes now knows that Puck is the father because Puck tells Mercedes that he's the dad because he's mad that Finn is getting more sympathy. And Mercedes is like, keep that shit to yourself, dummy, as she should. Eventually, all of the Glee Club finds out and they decide they have to keep it from Rachel or she'll tell Finn. This is a very like classic high school moment also where like Mm -hmm. you're you find out like a secret and you're like I can't tell anybody and then like five minutes later you're like oh my gosh hey guess what I'm gonna tell all my friends yep that you know Puck is the father so this is where we get an iconic glee scene the phone scene yes I love the phone scene where they're all like adding each other onto calls can Mm -hmm. you do that anymore no I don't you can I don't know if it's like as easy as they make it seem okay I don't I don't do that kind of thing, but they add each other onto the call. They're all like walk, they're all, you know, walking in the hallways on their phones together, which first of all, if you're trying to keep a secret secret. Yeah. Maybe don't be on your phone all talking about it. Yeah. Don't be on your phone talking about it in the hallways. We get a classic line where we find out that Brittany and Santana are together-ish because Brittany is like, sex isn't dating. If sex was dating, Santana and I would be dating. It's one of the most iconic lines, I think. And thus, the gays were born. It's true. Every gay person in that moment was like, excuse me? Tell me more. Uh Myself included. (laughs) I'm listening. Rachel finds out somehow. And she's like, hey, hey, Finn, (laughs) guess what? Yeah, she's like, guess They were right. They were like, you can't tell Rachel because she'll tell Finn. And she will. She loves And she did that. She did do that. Yeah. So then Finn 
breaks up with Quinn and also quits New Directions, which is a big bummer for everybody because he's like the leading man. Yeah, he's the star. Which yeah. he can't dance, so no, I'm like if that, that's like kind of a big part of show choir and my understanding. So yeah, it does bring up some questions. And then Quinn also uses that as an opportunity to break up with Puck, which unclear that to me that they were together. Yeah. But she does have to move in with him. Woof. Yeah. Not great. And then Puck sings Beth to Quinn. He's trying to prove he can like be a good father and they should get together. And he sings Beth. And as a kid, this was one of my favorite Glee songs. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I'm just like, wouldn't I wouldn't find that convincing at all. No, no. I mean, okay, it does prove that he like knows more about naming people than Finn did. True. Um, or Finn was ahead of his time. Name baby Strizzle. It's true. I mean, he could be onto something. So Puck sings Beth. They named the baby Beth. Not in that moment. That's in the future. <laughs> and meanwhile, at a different ranch, we have Vocal Adrenaline, a yes. rival Glee club. That's all we're going to say about that for now. Harkening back to our themes. Harkening back to themes. There's a rival Glee club, Vocal Adrenaline. Shelby, I remember her last name, Shelby Shelby. Shelby. is the Dina Menzel is the director of this and also is Rachel's birth mother yes if you may recall Rachel has two gay dads who mix their sperm together you know you're not supposed to know which dad is which dad and then Shelby birth mom she wants to get close to Rachel before she's contractually allowed to red flag number one yeah she convinces her student jesse to go date rachel red flag number two so that she can get close to rachel already bad yeah not good they have some mother-daughter moments in like the lady gaga episode right where rachel comes in wearing the dress made of like beanie babies yes and is like my gay dads can't sew so this is all i have First of all, that dress is fun. It is fun. Second of all, her gay dads can't sew. Right, like, sounds fucking fake. Have they ever met a gay person before? Specifically, have they ever met... Because, you know, they have, like, in their basement, they have, like, a party room. Right. For, for watching the Tonys, specifically. You're Makes telling me neither sew. of these men can sew? Makes me think they can sew. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, <laughs> that's that on that. That's that on that. They can sew. Adina Menzel whips out a new dress for Rachel. Amazing. And then is like, I actually wanted a baby. Not you. You dumb bitch. What? That is awful. That'd be so traumatizing as a child if your yeah. mom was like, mm, no, want a baby. Sorry, you're not a baby. Sorry, but I wanted a baby. Not you. And then she's like, we should admire each other from afar. Yeah, weird thing. Evil. Evil. Not not great. Definitely not great. That's Shelby. That's we're gonna put Shelby in a little pocket and we're gonna come back to her. Yes. So keep Shelby in mind. She wants a baby. She wants a baby, not Rachel. She said doesn't want Rachel. Rachel, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, she did. And she like tells Will. Will is like, I think that maybe Will has one good thought. And he's like, I think that maybe Rachel is more invested in this than you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, Rachel is because I want a baby. And Rachel was almost 18. That's not a baby anymore. 
honestly demonic behavior i have demonic she brought she went to she set up this whole thing to get to know rachel and then she's like nah yeah never mind traumatizing oh my god okay we all know i hate rachel berry but like poor rachel no i know well like undeserves that i personally do not love rachel berry but yeah that would be real rough like so bad not good yeah and then rachel's just like okay and like they sing poker face and then rachel bops on off yeah i feel like a lot of things in this show they're like things just happen and nobody has a reaction to them you know Mm -hmm. like and they're very traumatic right like nobody's actually acting like these things yeah are like life-changing things meanwhile back at the ranch back at the william mckinley high ranch quinn is like i have a lot of anger go off girly and she sings it's a man's world with a bunch of other teenage mothers it's a great song bad number it's just not good to watch but then Quinn moves in with mercedes and like mercedes is a queen for doing that i think that's my situation okay i have a comment on this so how come in all the other seasons after this Rachel or not Rachel (laughs) Quinn and Mercedes like don't talk to each other I don't know it's a very interesting like dynamic I think yeah they're like we're gonna move these girlies in together but then they're they're best friends and then they don't talk again yeah yeah I don't really understand this is why you don't live with people you know in high school and college (laughs) it's true it's true the pregnancy thing kind of gets pushed a little to the side Mm-hmm. for some of the later episodes because they start to focus more on like things we'll touch on later like will and emma's dynamic rachel and finn's dynamic and getting ready for big show choir competition coming up so they're less focused on the mm-hmm. specifics of the baby happening until we get to are they playing at regionals or sectionals i think it's regionals i think they make it to regionals okay so they make it to regionals they perform like a journey medley or something yeah stupid they wear ugly outfits that's what you need to know yeah that's really the main point of this that's the main point of like every show choir competition they're in is that the outfits are bad and then vocal adrenaline comes on they sing bohemian rhapsody so while that's happening there's this montage of quinn giving birth that's like Mm -hmm. juxtaposed in with vocal adrenaline (laughs) singing bohemian rhapsody don't really understand why listen okay if you're (laughs) listening to this podcast right now hi you've never seen glee that's fine you don't really need to watch we're trying to set this up so you don't need to watch glee we would love if you watch glee but but you don't know you don't have to we're not going to force you to do anything i would like to or you watched glee a long time ago and you haven't rewatched it right you watched glee yesterday any of these scenarios i implore you please google glee bohemian rhapsody and find this video because nothing that anna and i tell you (laughs) can explain the insanity the absolute insanity of what happens in this scene that's true there is a moment where the baby is coming out of quinn's body the head is leaving on this is represented with vocal adrenaline standing in a circle and jesse st james 
my favorite side character played by Jonathan Groff. You may know him from Hamilton. Consistently popping out of the circle. (laughs) And that is supposed to represent the baby leaving Quinn's body. Yeah, that sounds realistic. It's, there's nothing that can explain that. Like, I can't explain that any better. You just have to watch it. No. Please. The visuals, amazing. Please watch it. Also, before all this, Quinn's mom shows up and is like, she called her Quinny, which is a weird nickname. Yeah. And she's like, I kicked out your dad. We're getting a divorce. I want you to move back in. Wholesome moment. Also closes the door on, like, where's Quinn living plotline. You don't have to worry about it anymore. They're like, she moved back in with her mom. Love. Don't worry about it in season two. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And she wants, like, Mercedes and Puck in the room with her. Yeah, weird. Weird, weird. Uh, Yeah, weird. Um, Everybody goes to the hospital, like, except Rachel. Yeah. Rachel's like, I'll hold down the fort. (laughs) Jeez. I don't remember if they win or not. Yeah, they. I think they lose. But I think probably vocal adrenaline wins. Yeah. But, you know, they won in their hearts because Quinn had a baby. Quinn had a baby. They won new life. Exactly. So. And then Shelby ultimately wins. It's true. Another lawyerless adoption situation for poor Quinn. Because she comes in and she's like, is that your baby? What is it? It's a healthy baby girl. Does she have a name? Quinn is like, no, she doesn't have a name. I don't want to look at it. Puck is like, her name is Beth. The show is over. Yeah. And that's the baby. That's baby theme. Beam, if you will. The beam. That's baby. That is baby. Quite a lot to be said about the baby theme. I feel like Mm -hmm. major takeaways, there's a baby born in this season and- (laughs) babies come up a lot I don't come up all the time like for a show about high school we'd be talking about babies quite often like I was not concerned about babies when I was a fucking sophomore in high school no no I was like trying to study for like the AP Euro exam exactly exactly I was thinking about biology class I mean I was thinking about being gay but like I respect it I just (laughs) there was no baby thought in my head no I was like academics 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 mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. like gay 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 exactly exactly no babies so and that's I think how it should be you know like mm-hmm. not to take a stance on teen pregnancy but usually I don't think it's for the best it's not for the best not to be too academic about mm-hmm. glee but I do no. think that more broadly the baby theme is the theme is like sex I mean because the baby is the result of sex mm-hmm. you know like as babies so often are yeah, they're trying to discuss teen pregnancy and teen sex. And yeah. do they do a great job? No. I don't know why, really, the Terry plotline is there. I mean, aside I think from the fact that, like, Will is the main character. And to, like, break them up. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, and they're writing the show. Why didn't he just, why wasn't he single in the first place? You know? Whatever. I don't know. I just have some That's... questions for Ryan Murphy. Uh, I have a lot of questions for Ryan Murphy. First of all, how dare you? So, yeah, so we have a lot more themes to touch on. Mm-hmm. As, so there's going to be five more theme episodes next time. I don't know what we'll be talking about next time, but yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thanks for joining us for this lovely little chat about the baby theme. The baby theme. And yeah, I hope you spend some time today to think about Glee 
maybe go watch Bohemian Rhapsody Glee, watch Having My Baby. Yeah. Um, if you like pain, you if you like pain, that. watch that one. Um, it's actually a really good scene. I think you should watch it. Please go watch it. Having my baby, it's so funny. He brings out a CD player. Ugh, but it's like, oh, I just hate it. It's so uncomfy. He downloaded the karaoke version onto a CD. He burned a CD. It was 2009. It was a different time. Oh my gosh, you can't, you can't just pull up Spotify. Lived yeah. in a different world then. We really did. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on this glurney glee journey. <laughs> And that's what you missed on Glee.